Hello, and welcome to part two of a conversation that we've been having talking about financial healing. If you are a person that is dealing with or going through some form of financial scenario where, you know, you either a month to month or you're trying to understand and know how to be able to take your finances to the next level, you want to be a part of this conversation. Now, this is a part two um, of a conversation of what we already had. I want you to, if you have not watched part one, please make sure the link is in the bio. You can go back and listen to part one of this conversation because it was so good. It went over our normal time. So let's make sure that you are a part of that conversation. You can listen to it. Let's dive into the second half of this conversation right now. So um, last words before we go, and then I'm going to ask you a question um, before we get off, and then we'll go from there. Yes, sir. Um, man, you said a lot. You said a lot. <laughs> you, said a lot. you said a lot. Yes, sir. And, and I'm going to just say that it's, it's really crazy how you didn't even know, because I don't talk about the financial healing course, right? That's right. not what most people come for, right? So um, that that story you told, that's in the other lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so, so since the spirit of God is moving within this dialogue that we've been having, um, I know that there are a lot of people that just need to be healed financially. And, and, and financial healing oftentimes becomes a precursor to a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I tell pastors that say, Dr. Dunlap, uh, can you come in and teach on tithing? Can you come in and teach on this? Why? They, I ask the why question because I'm always concerned about arterial motives, mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm always concerned about the people first. Every space yeah. that I'm in, everybody will tell you that, for those who don't know me, is we can be talking about affordable housing. I got you. People need housing. I'm concerned about the people, right? Um, poverty. Well, yeah, poverty has a crazy way of looking in different communities. I'm not concerned about how nice the community looks. I'm concerned right. about the people who live in those communities. Yes, so um, I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting that financial healing be offered to the members of your, your podcast that want it. Mm. So uh, I'll get with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will determine because we're in a couple of we're, we're coming into some critical months. Mm, okay. I need y'all to hear me. I need you to hear me. Between now and September, starting between not, between now and September, there's going to be a series of things that occur. Hear the prophetic voice. Mm -hmm. and It's not all revelation that I got today. It's because of some series of things that's been happening. Um, people will start to struggle because of some things that's happening from a national level and from some regional levels. You don't need to be unprepared because a lot of the handwriting is on the wall. You may not be able to see it, but just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not about to happen. So it's best to listen to somebody that's looking out for you 
where you're not looking out for yourself or no to. So we're going to come together, Hiram and I, and we're going to um, collab on on this financial healing. Yes, sir. Um, to offer it to the members of this podcast. That's that's it. The second thing is we will be starting a um, uh, another cohort for our poverty redux initiative hmm. that's going to be starting in July. Um, we will give five scholarships to five people of focus on greatness podcasts. So the bottom line is y'all don't have to reach out to me because it goes back to what you said. We'll give you the opportunity. Yeah. Yes. We need money to survive. Right. So, but that's not the basis of why we do what we do. (laughs) If you don't have the money for the classes, we can get you scholarship, but I'm not giving anything to anybody that does not take up, that does not stand up, take up a mat and walk towards me who are willing to give it to you, yeah. right? I get in trouble with the board sometimes because I give a lot, but they understand that this is what we got to do sometimes because yes, we sir. want people to be at a different position. So yeah. five of you will just be looking out on and we'll get, I'll get with Hiram. We'll figure out how to put it out there for the people. You're going to have to move quick because that means you only have a couple of weeks before it starts and you need to understand the commitment there's something that I learned today talking with somebody. There's, there's an opportunity cost. In mm. the world of economics, there's an opportunity cost. And it's, wow. an opportunity cost is what you lose by being a part of something. Mm. So, so, so the time that, that I may spend watching the Sixers on Friday, mm-hmm. it's the same, right? The Sixers mm-hmm. come on Friday, I'm going to watch them. I'm losing out if I decide to take a class because I'm taking something else other than what I really want to do. But I know this other thing is what I need to do. So I'm taking the opportunity, but I'm losing out on some critical time that I could be spending somewhere else. When we understand that, and we understand that opportunities sometimes don't come twice, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, Nobody's going to be able to come back in August like, uh, Hiram, uh, can we get into the? It's going to be too late, I'm telling you. So. Yeah. Seize the opportunity, whether it's PRF, whether it's some other godly ordained space, seize the opportunity now, because in the next couple of months, when everybody's when so many people's unemployment get chopped, we live in Alabama. Mm. Um, And I know we got to go, but we live in Alabama. Our governor has decided that she wants the extra money that's coming from the federal government to stop. Mm. It's going to happen in about a week or so. And it's crazy that Georgia's doing it too. That's right next door to me. But what's even crazier is the fact that the federal government is not cutting off, not cutting the faucet off until September. Mm. You're going to cut it off early. So if you live in Alabama and, and you know the work that we do and you know you're not positioned, then you probably need to be looking to see when are they going to cut the faucet off in Texas? Because once it gets cut off, it's not going to be a snatching the rug up under anybody. If you see me with my hands for three months, two weeks, a month, on the edges of the rug, mm. and you're standing on it, I'm if I'm holding the ends of it up this high, you got to know that it's not going to pull it from up under you. Right. So, so don't get caught up. Right. We got to fight the right type of fights and the right fight that we have to do right now, brothers and sisters, is positioning ourselves. Mm -hmm. When you position yourself, 
oh, the opportunities that come, you'll seize those opportunities. So we'll get together. Um, we'll yeah. get together and, and figure that out over the next couple of days or next week, because I promise you, we just want God's people. And again, it's not all believers. We want God's people. Everybody who was created in his image after his likeness, after their likeness, we want you to be in a better position. And, and I deal with what I deal with every day. So I have a lot of information about a lot of folks not doing well, as they said, as uh, my brother said in Nehemiah chapter one, mm -hmm. things are not well in Jerusalem. Well, I could say things are not well in Colleen. Things are not right. well in Opelika. Things are not well in Columbus, Georgia. They're not well. So yeah. let's go ahead and yeah. do what we got to do. Um, we're, we're here for them. And that's it. We're, we're going to be here for them. We're not going to let anybody fail who does not want to fail. And we're yeah. not and we have to be help people to be accountable. Yeah. Right. That's a big piece of what we do. We're not going to yeah. just tell you what you want. We're not going to help you get your credit straight so you can go and buy a house. That's not what it's about. Right. We're going to help you to be a better steward. So when those opportunities come, because if you're saving up your I'm going to shut up because you may be trying to save up your money for get your credit straight for a house and somebody may give you a house. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So what were you doing that for? Right. right. Because now the reason why you were doing it, you're not doing it. And then you fall off on that. And the mission is you got to be focusing on some other things. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. This has been great. Oh, man. I told y'all this is a great conversation. So listen, this is this always has happened. This always yeah. happened. And, and when I mean always, I'm talking about always. Anytime we talk. Anytime we talk, this happens. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity, um, the opportunity of this conversation, but also the opportunity that has been laid upon your heart to be able to do for those that are listening and, and those that are part of the greatness family. And, and most importantly, though, is I'm grateful for the warning. The, mm. the reality is, the reality is, in God's love, one of the things I was just reading, actually, me and my wife were just talking about this. I'm going to say this real quick to ask you the question, then we'll wrap it up. But one of the things that I loved about how Jesus did is Jesus told his disciples, these are all the things that's about to come. Mm. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear rumors of wars. There's going to be pestilence. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. There's going to be all of these things. But I need you to understand these things are coming. Right. But understand that you'll be okay. <laughs> like, like I need you to understand that these things are about to happen, but I understand. I need y'all to know I got you. Mm. So, in this statement, I need y'all to hear the the sirens that you need to hear at this point. Is I need you to hear it's coming, June twenty sixth. There's there. <laughs> he said, "Let me go ahead and give you a date." I need you to hear that it's coming, June twenty sixth. I need you to hear it's coming. And I do not believe that it's by accident that this conversation needed to happen at the top of the month. Mm -hmm. I do not believe it's by accident. I do not believe it's by accident that literally we scheduled this a minute oh, ago, <laughs> not knowing that this mm -hmm. was going to happen. So if all of these things have lined up the way it needs to line up, that means that God understands that I'm giving people an opportunity. Yes. And I need y'all to also understand that means if God gives, I need y'all, it's a difference. It's a difference from when man gives you an opportunity to get a job. I, I get that. That's a blessing from the Lord. We get it. There's a mm -hmm. difference though. When God gives you an opportunity, 
when he gives unto you a window, that means that he is prepared to do something in that window that you can't imagine being done. Again, mm. the only thing you have to do is posture yourself in the right position. Mm-hmm. So in this conversation, and I'm done, in this conversation, we have been trying throughout this conversation to just get people in the right position, to get ready for what God is trying to do, because understand there is something coming. We talked about this, I think, last time that we spoke in our personal conversation and online. I believe we made this statement. And for whatever reason, it just won't leave. Mm -hmm. And it's constantly coming back. We are as like Joseph, and there is truly a famine coming. I will say this publicly and live. There is a famine coming, and God is trying to do, as he did throughout Scripture, is posture his people to be in the right place. So when the famine comes, your house won't be hit. Okay. I'm not even going to be able to ask you this question because I can tell this is going a certain way. And I'll say this because I feel God is sharing, putting on me to share it. There is something that God shared with me some time ago, big bro. And he, he took me back to this same scenario of when the children of Israel were still in bondage and they were, they were, they were in the posture of now being able to be set free. Right before they were set free or delivered, this is one of the things that end up having to happen. Pharaoh didn't want to lose his grip. So because Pharaoh didn't want to lose his grip, God had to do something specific. God said, okay, you want to keep playing with my children? Let me touch yours. And the Bible says that he he sent forewarning to the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. Hear what I'm saying? He gave forewarning to the children of Israel and said to them, listen, this is a what's about to happen. I'm about to send a deaf angel that's going to kill all the firstborn. The only way you're going to be protected is you have to follow the instructions I'm about to give you. I'm telling you, go get this lamb, put the lamb's blood upon your door. And if you do not follow the instructions, I'm forewarning you, this deaf angel does not have the discernment to know who's mine and who's not. Mm -hmm. His whole responsibility in life is to kill the firstborn. That's his whole assignment is to kill the firstborn. And the only thing that's going to move him from killing your household is if you follow my instructions. Now, this is what God, and I'm gonna say this and I'm done. This is what God shared. And I don't know why I needed to go here, but I'm gonna go here anyway. This is what he said. He said, Hiram, I need you to hear me. It wasn't the blood only that made the deaf angel move. And I said, wait a minute, no, no, that's what you said. The blood that did it. He said, "Mm mm-mm. It's not just the blood. He said, I'm going to tell you what it is. It was the obedience. (laughs) He said, if they were not obedient to my instruction.
I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or might need to do it in my car. So I am able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Because I'm about to tell you what the deep detail of this instruction is. I don't know why I got to go here, but I'm going to tell you what it is. He, he said if they did not obey the instructions, they would have still got killed. He says, hear what the power, go back and read it. I want those that are believers, those that are not believers. I need you to just go look at it just so you can know what, the, what I'm talking about. This is what he said. If you don't have a lamb in your household, I'm going to make sure you have enough to make sure that you take care of your neighbor. Hear, hear what I'm saying? If you don't have enough in your household, I'm going to make sure you got enough blood to cover you and your neighbor because your neighbor might not have it, but I'm going to pour into you enough only if you're obedient. So this forewarning that we're getting on today, mark it down. Today is June the 7th, 2021. I want you to mark it down because what I want you to understand is what God is doing in this moment is he's giving unto us a warning. And he's saying there is a famine coming. And I'm telling you what to do now before the famine comes. And if you're not prepared, I mean, I'm telling you with all my, my sincerity of heart, if you are not prepared and you get hit, don't blame God. Don't sit back and say, why would God allow this to happen? Because he's telling you now so it won't. I'm, 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 I, I don't, I'm telling you, he's telling you now. So you won't get hit. Understand this means, this is how powerful this means. Is this means when the release happens, just like then, there was a release that happened. And everyone heard the same cries of parents that woke up the next morning. 
Everyone heard the same murmurs and complaining of the, of the people that they woke up the next morning near their dead firstborn. I want you to hear what I'm saying. They heard the taskmasters crying. They heard the wails of them. But the real question is, did they hear it next door? And I don't want it to be said mm. that it happened to you only because you said to yourself, mm, I got more time. Because reality is, if COVID didn't teach anybody anything, it should have taught you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We celebrated January 1st, ended off in a beautiful 2019, made plans of what we wanted to do for the summer. We was excited. We were ready. And March knocked at your door and said, are you prepared for me? Are you prepared not to go into grocery stores and not be able to buy the foods that you normally got? Are you prepared financially that you might lose your job and now you have to figure out how you're going to make ends meet for you and your family? Are you prepared to lose your loved one and then and then live with the pain that I didn't get to tell you how much I loved you? The, the, these are reality pieces. So now God is saying there's something coming. And I love you enough as a great father as I am mm -hmm. to make sure that you're prepared. So with all this being said, <laughs> I told you we can go on and on, but with all this being said, please take advantage of the opportunity. Again, I say, please take advantage of the opportunity. If you feel like, hey, look, financially, I'm good. I got it going. Da, da, da. I promise you, you know about five to 10 people that don't. Mm -hmm. And you need to send them this podcast so that they can be able to hear this conversation and take advantage of the opportunity. And I'm going to show everyone and let everyone hear this. The window is not long. So please, I'm begging you, please take advantage of this opportunity. Can I, I please do go ahead. And then we, yeah, we just, yeah, we're going to wrap it up after you go ahead. You, you brought up Joseph. Yeah. And so I, I need to say this for believers specifically. God did not give revelation to everybody about the famine. Nope. There was one person who spoke it because God gave him the revelation. The revelation was not given to the people. <laughs> the revelation was given to leadership. Leadership had enough sense to say, you know what? This is going to, what you're saying from this God that you serve is going to keep us out of trouble for a while. Yeah. The leader did not want to hear that they were going to have a famine. It doesn't matter what you want to hear, leaders. 
What matters is what God is trying to get through to you so that you can take the necessary steps. Now, although that was not what Pharaoh wanted to hear, he recognized the wisdom of God in the messenger. Pharaoh did not have this pompous attitude. Now we're talking about two different Pharaohs, not talking about the Pharaoh who enslaved the children of Israel in Exodus. So for those who may not know that, he did not have this pompous attitude that I am the king. I am the Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This this is going to save the kingdom. And so I, I need my religiously, I need my fellow clergy. I need my pastoral friends and colleagues to realize that just because God did not reveal what we're talking about to you, (laughs) that the revelation is still for you and the people that you serve. I need leaders to understand that you have the ability to be one of two type of Pharaohs. You can be the Pharaoh in Genesis or you can be the Pharaoh of Exodus. In the first book that I authored, don't leave me like this. I have a chapter called the spirit of Pharaoh chapter two. And when I talk about the spirit of Pharaoh, I'm talking about all the times and opportunities that Pharaoh was given to get it right before the situation came that you just mentioned. (laughs) So you have a choice. Now, the people actually suffered greatly because of what the decision that Pharaoh made. Now, with the first Pharaoh, do you listen? Listen, listen, y'all. There was something that happened when they were receiving a portion. Don't talk about ties to me, y'all. I want to hear it. But there was a portion that was held back of what people earned. It wasn't even a tithe. So let's go beyond before that. Mm-hmm. There was a portion to put back so that they had it because the wisdom of God, the revelation of God said, there's a famine coming. Hold up for seven years while you have it mm-hmm. so that in the seven years that there's a famine, you can eat. Now, a famine is a very big thing. It's a big deal. The reality was the money that they saved up, everything that they saved up in Egypt still did not take care of them through the famine. Now, watch this. When the famine struck, you will go back and read it just like I'm going to say, like, right, just so you can understand what I was talking about. When the famine struck, the people went to Pharaoh and said, we need something to eat, paraphrasing, Mm -hmm. or lest we die. Now, he knew that they had put something back. As a leader, you got to know that there was something put back. If you are a leader and you don't know where your people stand, you don't know if if 90% of your people are the 90% of the people in the country that don't have more than $1,000 saved up, and I know it's probably less because of this COVID time. If you don't know that, and follow the wisdom of God. But here's what Pharaoh told him. When they said, we're about to die, we, this family, and it wasn't even the severest part of the family. You know what mm. Pharaoh told him? Go see Joseph and do what they t- do what he tell you. <laughs> so, so listen, I'm telling you that if I tell you to do something, there's enough people out here that have done the things that I've told them to do, not in my own mindset, Not in my own wisdom, not in my own revelation. It's because of the things and the the lessons and the teachings that God has placed in us is there for you. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if I tell you, for example, one person has said, 
I want to put a thousand dollars for five months on a credit card so I could pay this credit card off in five months. I said, how much money do you have saved? They told me, I said, so if something happened, you're going to go back to that credit card. You're paying it off early because you're tired of paying 24.99% interest. So here's what I would do. I would not pay them a thousand dollars. You're not struggling. Mm-hmm. Pay some on your credit card and put some of your savings. I'm going to let you figure it out what it's going to be. I'm not the guy you come to to tell you what you want to hear. I'm the guy that tells you what you need to hear. They did that. They went and consulted with God. God gave them a better way. Mm-hmm. Even though I said, here's what I would do, but you're mm-hmm. going to have to figure it out. You come back to me and tell me what you're going to do. That's wisdom. Yeah. And we can have a lot of people that are in a much better position if they just do what the Lord is trying to get them to do. So here's another thing that I'll give and I'm done. One of the things that we offer at PRF is we offer consultations. Mm-hmm. So in that, so we're going to do three things. We're going to have one. We're going to have individuals who can be a part of the poverty redux. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the, the other thing I mentioned, I lost it. But the third thing is we're going to give people some consultations because sometimes all it takes is a conversation. We're doing a great thing. And I believe God is pleased at what we're doing right now. But after that, you got people thinking. <laughs> yeah. You're listening. They're like, hold on. And so if you need the consultations, then you'll have the opportunities to have the consultations. We got to get people talking about what's going on with them right now, because when the famine comes and they don't know who to go to or they're scared to approach the Pharaoh, then that's going to be a little bit too late. June 26th is y'all day, Texas. Yeah. So. It's so much I want to I want to uh, add into it, um, but uh, I don't want to prolong the time. So I will say this. I will say this to everyone that's listening again. Please. Um, I'm I, please, <laughs> please make sure that if, if you have heard this and this is needed for you, then take advantage of the opportunity. Um, if you are in a scenario where you say, I'm, I'm not in that posture. I'm, I've been diligent. I've been, I did, did what I needed with my finances. Then please send this information, send this podcast, send the link, send the information to someone, you know, that needs this help. Because again, we don't have a long window. We don't have a lot of time. Um, and the scenario is, is this is real. The famine is coming, like it or not, the famine is coming. And this is a large responsibility for all of us. We are responsible for the things that God shares with us one way or another. If you want to obey it or not, you're still responsible for it at the end of the day. So thank you so much, um, Nate, for coming on, for being a part of this conversation, for always uh, helping the people and being able to give unto us insight, give unto us revelation that we need to be able to be in the right posture to steward our finances the right way. Um, I want to say something so bad, and it's like it's like nagging at the back of my head. Uh, and uh, because what well, I'll say this because I know that this is something that you do. Um, and so what I would say this: if you are a pastor that is listening. Or if you know a, your pastor, I'm just, I'm going to be gentle how I say that. If you are a pastor or if you know your pastor that needs to hear this conversation, please send them this link. Please send them this information. I, I, I am saying this part specifically because this is, this is not why I'm saying that. I'm not saying it so that a lot of pastors can hear me and feel what, what, that's not what I'm saying this for. 
being very honest, I'm not. I am literally saying because the reality of it is, is we are in a culture that more people listen to what their pastors say than sometimes what people outside of the building speak, even if what they're saying outside the building is correct. And so if we're going to change this context of how we live, we do have to make sure that as ministers of the gospel, I don't matter what your title is, we have to live what we preach. And if mm-hmm. in, in the humility of everything, if I need assistance, even if you got to do a Nicodemus, come holler at your boy at night, we promise you we can still help. It's not when I need, I don't need no public thing. Give them, give them Dr. Nate's information. Just, just say, hey, pastor, I think you might need this. Check this link out. Let's see if we can get some, some help so we can help our people. If it's something as simple as that, let's make sure that we get the people help. Um, so I love you all. Bless Thank you. you again, sir, uh, for coming on. This has truly been a wonderful, beautiful conversation. I, I, I personally, uh, normally we do about 40 minutes to an hour. I think we probably went over that time. Um, but I believe that this, this is needed. This conversation had to happen. Uh, so we will talk. Um, and so we can find out what we're going to do and how we're going to help some more people. And, um, I got some, I got some things I want to ask as well. So, uh, so I love you all. Thank you, sir, again, for coming on, being a part for those that want to, uh, link up with him, get his information, please. It's in the details. You can go to his site. You can be able to follow him and reach out to him on social media. We have his information in there as well. Um, thank you all again. And remember, I'll be right here every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, where we are focusing on greatness. Love you all, family. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.